Welcome to Life, Lessons, and Laughter with your host, Glenn Ambrose. Hey, hello, hello, peace. How are you? What's happening? Welcome to the show and all that good stuff. Ah, here we are. This, <laughs> I kind of feel in alignment right now, so uh, it feels really good. So, um, We'll see. We'll see what comes out. This is either going to be a great podcast or a horrible one. <laughs> no, I think it'll be good. Uh, this is a big one. It like possibly the biggest, or at least one of the biggest. It's you know, it's about surrender. Surrender is huge, man. Huge. Um, it's a gigantic concept that you know I'm gonna do my best to dive into and. Um, it's i think this this podcast very well could become more and more prevalent more and more important um as time goes on i think it's very important now but i also think that it's going to be very important over the next 6 months year 2 years um because if you look at where we are in the spiritual shift you know i've been <laughs> it's like people who aren't even spiritual are going oh my god things are moving so fast in the last 3 years or there's been so much change um just in the last 2 3 years it's like people are noticing it that aren't even on the spiritual path that everything is changing and it's changing at a pace that is unprecedented you know, and what that is, is it's the the old paradigms falling apart. I mean, you know, uh, I believe we started this in the 60s when with the hippies and just questioning longstanding structures, you know, organized religion and, and uh, organized government and corporate America and all this stuff. We shook all that stuff. And I to its core for thousands of years those types of structures ran the world you know organized religion like everything that was organized and structured and had a hierarchy ran the world for thousands tens of thousands possibly hundreds of thousands of years and then now all of a sudden we start questioning that stuff so this is what started it all and then we've been moving towards this where we are now and then now it's time like we're, we're in it we're in the actual shift you know it takes time to to change the direction of something as large as humanity <laughs> right it's it's an ocean liner it's it's not turning a, a around a sports car on a dime so it's been taking a while but now i believe that you know i don't know where we are maybe we're at the top of the turn or something um, and, and it's just, oof, we're starting to shift directions and, you know, everything that is stuck in the old paradigm is just falling away. 
you know, like picture that picture that ocean liner turning, like we'll just kind of use my head for those watching the video, you know, kind of turning around like this, like it's been slow struggle trying to change. And then all of a sudden now here we are and everything that doesn't match that paradigm that, 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 that's stuck in the old paradigm is just breaking apart and falling off because it's not going to follow with us. It, it can't stay heading in the opposite direction. It, it just can't, it doesn't fit into that way of living. So it's, it's just falling apart. Um, so this is what most people are seeing is, is the world falling apart and structures falling apart and wars breaking out and all this stuff happening because that's what happens. Like, you know, if, if you're not going with the flow of nature, you struggle, you, you know, picture it like, uh, everything is energy. So the energy is actually shifting on earth. So like, if you picture it like a wave, you know, if, if, if you're going with the wave, then you can go on a hell of a ride and, you know, things change quickly and you need to practice your balance and it's amazing and it's wonderful and it's empowering and you feel like you're one with nature and, 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 you know, you're, you're, you're going and it's exhilarating and it's, the most wonderful thing ever. But if you try to struggle against that wave, <laughs> you're going to get wiped out, man. It gets destroyed. You get tossed around by the energy of it and knocked around and kicked out. So, you know, this is what's happening energetically. And so, you know, we have to stop looking at what's falling apart and start looking at what's falling into place. You know, don't, worry about what's not working. It's all, <laughs> I mean, it's hard to say because it's everything you know, but everything you know no longer works. And as long as you stay attached to what no longer works and start freaking out and let it just do a number on your nervous system and your fear and your worry, because all you see is destruction and everything falling apart, like you're still stuck in the old energy. You're still stuck in the old paradigm, the old way of being. So like, as long as you're stuck in that, it, it it's going to be horrible, you know? So the, you know, this, this is kind of an earlier step to surrender. I'm going to get into surrender in a minute, but I want to give you an overview of what's going on so you can understand surrender and why it's so important. For now, if you're not ready to truly surrender, just start taking your attention off of what's going wrong and start looking for new things that are emerging that that are working. You know, look at look at what's getting popular now that isn't struggling. You know, things like um, living off grid is getting popular. Why? Because it's a new way of doing things. This is the direction that the new paradigm is taking. Um, people talking about love and peace and, and uh, pe meditation, pe more people meditating. That is working. Why? Because it's part of the new paradigm. So lean into that. If you're not meditating, start meditating. You know, um, what's, what's getting popular? Sustainability, not um, going with nature instead of against nature. Um, okay, so, so that's the those things are getting more popular. Why? Because it's part of the paradigm. Healthy 
things, things that are in alignment with nature instead of going against it. God knows how long ago, 100,000 years ago, we thought we were more powerful than nature because we figured out how to think. We became homo sapiens sapiens. Not only could we think, but we were aware that we could think. So now we, we think we can outsmart nature and we've been doing whatever the hell we want, just creating things randomly, bombs and, 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 and medicines. And, and we, forgot, <laughs> we forgot that the earth has all the medicines already to heal us. You know? So we're getting back to plant medicine. Why? Because it's natural. And all these chemicals going into our body is unnatural and it's not working. So now, you know, the spotlight's on big pharma and everybody's understanding that they're pumping poisons into us and all this stuff. And it's like, so that's falling apart, right? We're seeing holes in it. We're seeing problems with it. We're seeing turmoil around it. That's, that means it's falling apart. When you see turmoil around something, especially that's been longstanding, that means it's falling apart. That means it's part of the old paradigm. If it's unhealthy for human beings, if, if uh, one group of human beings suffers while other groups of human beings thrive off of them, that's old paradigm. So every structure that is built that way is going to fall apart. It's already started. You know, we're seeing it in the governments. We're seeing it in, in the businesses. This is the first time in history that, that we are actually shifting from a, a, a um, paradigm where the, the, the employers are in charge of the, the workforce to where the employees are becoming in charge of the workforce. It's never happened before in human history, and it's starting now. You know, people are restructuring their businesses. The smart ones are, and they're treating their employees better. Why? Because they have to, because we've gotten to a point where this new generation is like, screw you, I'm not working for pennies and, and, and scraping to try to get by. I don't need your crap. So that like, oh my God, I can't find any good workers. Good, because the businesses are set up to treat workers like crap. So the, the CEOs make hundreds of millions of dollars a year and everybody else has to scrape to get by. That should be broken. That should be shattered. Why? Because the, the, the few feed off the many. That's why. It's unnatural. This is not how many. You, any system that is built where millions of people suffer and struggle while few have six billion times more than what they need. That is not in alignment with nature. You don't see animals doing this. Animals don't just run around killing as much stuff as they can and letting it rot, protecting it, letting it rot, not letting any other animals get to it. Just so, you know, while, while the, the, the other animals are starving, the rest of the herd is starving and dying. And they're over there going, I killed 14 deer. And you guys can't have any of them. I'm keeping all of them. Like, you don't see nature doing this stuff, right? So those paradigms are falling apart. And the new paradigms based in anything good, alignment with nature, love, peace, um, contentment, abundance for all. All these things are the new way of being. So start paying attention to what's working, okay? 
like because th this is what kind of opens up your mind to to head in the direction of surrender if you're not already there so i'm gonna you know this first part of the podcast was to kind of like i said give an overview of where we are in society so what i want to do is kind of show you the arc and where we are and then so those of you who aren't aware of it yet can start looking for the signs and start paying attention to what you need to pay attention to so then you can get to a place where you're ready to surrender and then those of you that are ready to surrender it will actually make help understanding the big picture of what's happening and why you're surrendering and what surrender looks like is going to hopefully make it more possible for you to accomplish it so that's basically where i am now so just to finish off the people that are getting there start paying attention to what works and start get allowing yourself to get excited about what's working lean into it create your own versions of it start a, a herb garden in your kitchen window if you want it, whatever man just do anything to kind of get yourself on board with what the the direction of in which the energy is going you know it's all and it's not hard to figure out like i said it's just love things that are good for the earth things that are good for humanity things just things that are don't destroy things that's all <laughs> we've been destroying things for the last hundred thousand years so that's all falling apart so whatever doesn't destroy things is probably part of the new paradigm okay um so start putting your attention on that and allowing yourself to get excited about what you're seeing oh my god look oh i'm gonna google facebook groups on off-grid communities oh my god i didn't realize it was such a huge off-grid community this is wonderful oh my god i'm gonna search eco-friendly houses oh my god there's people all over the world doing it i'm gonna google intentional communities oh my god they're everywhere like expose yourself the mainstream media isn't going to show this to you so stop watching what uh, what the declining falling apart people that used to be in charge with a broken system are showing you disconnect your attention which is your energy your attention is your energy stop putting your attention on those things because all it's going to do is feed your fear because you're just going to see everything that you know fall apart and it's going to scare the crap out of you and <laughs> it's not fun so disconnect from that and start paying attention to what is bubbling up to to you know the where we're going where we've been and even where we are is not nearly as important as where we're going this is why your windshield is so big and your rearview mirror is so small. <laughs> okay. Where you're going is much more important than where you've been. So pay attention to where you're going. Okay. So that's the shift in the mindset. <clears throat> so this brings us to the moment of surrender. This is the big thing, you know. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to begin by reading a few things. Um, just a few things that I see online from, what did I Google? Spiritual surrender. Uh, to give 
to give up, but here's to give up everything that no longer serves you. So to give up everything that no longer serves you is one. By surrendering to whatever is unfolding and by accepting what is, by giving up on the outcome and allowing life to flow the way it's meant to, stepping out of your own way and letting the natural order take the lead. You not only get a break from the exhaustion of having to control everything, but actually this is kind of good, but you also... <laughs> um, but you also get to experience life instead of what you think life owes you. <laughs> and it says, hint, what life wants to give us is infinitely better than what we think it owes us. That's, that's actually pretty good. What is this from? Uh, the Power of Surrender. Oh, looks like an article um, by Holly Whitaker written on November 19th, 2021. That's actually pretty good. Better than a lot of the stuff. Uh, anything we can't control, we give to a higher power. By letting go of our egoic desires, tapping into your intuition, and allowing yourself to be guided. When we surrender, we face parts of ourselves we might not like, and we face difficult and uncomfortable emotions. That can definitely happen. And like I said, it's not just about we face parts of ourselves we might not like, but we face the reality of um, what's going on on planet Earth that we might not like. Okay, that that that's kind of what I was just talking about. It's like we're we're looking at what's transpiring on Earth, and we're going uh, like at first it's scary, right? Like to, to look, if you just slow down for a moment and just honestly look, I don't mean on a surface egoic level where you're, you're unconsciously feeding your fear by watching the news. You know, you want to freak yourself out and, and watch the news. You'll, you'll stay up here, partly because the TV is monitoring or basically partially controlling your consciousness. So you're half tuned out because your attention is on a box. So what what's you, So that will just kind of freak you out and scare you on a surface level. And there's no healing there. So don't even worry about the TV. Just go inside of yourself, and you know you you can look at how messed up the world is. And it's okay to experience a little bit of fear or uncomfortability or overwhelm going, oh my God, like this is messed up. Yeah. And let it, let it settle down into you. Okay. This is, I'm, I'm starting to get into the dynamics of surrender. Now you have to slow down and realistically look at the world, like kind of as a whole, for the most part, you can use um, examples that are a little smaller, like, you know, like um, the Russia and Ukraine and, and Egypt and, you know, all the killing and the wars going on. Those are smaller microcosms than the whole world, right? So you can use some of those specifics a little bit. Um, but, you know, don't forget that there's people over in in Haiti that are that that gangs are just coming in and telling them 
to evacuate the city because the gang's taking it over. Like, you know, it, there's suffering and misery everywhere on this planet, and it's completely avoidable. And it's the reason that we haven't solved any of it. You know, there's what, 26, 36 wars or something going on around the world just now in 2023 that most people don't even know about. I mean, this is ridiculous. It's going on all around the world. We haven't gotten better as a society. You know, so everything we've, <laughs> this is why we're changing because everything we've been doing hasn't bettered anything. You tell, <laughs> we have more than enough food and we can't, and we don't feed the, the people that need it. You know, we have more technology than we know what to do with. We don't have to even feed people. All we have to do is fly over in a plane with, $100,000 worth of equipment and and show them how to create farms out of their own feces. Like we we could do that in a weekend. I mean and we don't do it. It's you know, it's just ridiculous. It's ridiculous. We don't solve any problems because we're too busy trying to gain power and be right and argue and fight. That's what that's what society does and it doesn't work and it's reached its pinnacle of not working. Okay? So I'm, I'm trying, what I'm trying to do is paint a picture of how broken we are. And the reason is, is because like, we don't change because we're bored on a Tuesday, you know? And so I always say people don't hire a life coach because they're bored on a Tuesday. It's usually brought through suffering. So if you take a grand scale and look at how dysfunctional we are as a species and let that just soak in for a little bit. You know, let that soak in. Like we've had technology for, you know, uh, amazing technology for 40 or 50 years. We haven't done anything to solve the world's problems with it. And we're not going to because we're not trying to. That's why, you know, <laughs> I mean, the new paradigm is though, the new paradigm is, you see, that's the difference. The new paradigm that's coming in is going, hey, let's take this technology that we've come up with because there's nothing wrong with technology. It's just the way we're using it. Let's use this technology and we can, we can grow, we can save the earth instead of paying farmers in the United States to not grow stuff. Our government literally pays farmers to not grow things. Did you know that? Yeah. <laughs> Which is absurd especially when we have the technology to re to fix their soil. Like we know how to fix their soil and we're not doing it. We have the technology. Why aren't we doing it? Well, because nobody makes money off of that. I mean, the farmer would, but they're used to getting paid to, to sit around doing, doing nothing. You know, they get used to that. And I'm not talking about all of them. I'm just saying that this does occur. Another example why we're broken, you know, as a society. So we are broken as a society. Let that sink in that basically everything that you've been taught about life is wrong. Like, so you, you, you know, you go to college and you're going to be happy. No, you're not. No, that's <laughs> college does, has nothing to do with whether you're happy or not. You go to college, you'll be able to get a good job, and then you'll be happy. Really? Mm. How, what, what's the percentage of people that actually get a job in the career field that their major is in college? 
was it like 30% maybe? Um, look at the college debt. People are in debt hundreds of thousands of dollars. For what? So there's so many areas of society that are broken. Let that just sink in a little bit. And it, it's okay. It's okay because there's a new paradigm emerging, right? But you have to understand that basically everything that you believe in, because the mainstream media and people that are unconscious or not waking up and not looking at the new paradigm, they're going to try drawing your attention over to the way things always have been because they're trying to save that because that's how they succeed. You know, the mainstream media has made billion trillions of dollars and they make more the more they can control the masses. You can't control somebody that is not interested in being controlled, that's following their heart. So the new paradigm doesn't feed the people who are in control of everything. It doesn't, the new paradigm doesn't feed the dysfunctional governments, doesn't feed the rich, doesn't feed the media doesn't feed the big pharmacies. It doesn't feed anything that siphons off society, that sucks off of it, because that's not the, what the new paradigm is going to be. It's based in love and inclusion, not seclusion and exclusion. So, so don't pay attention to all that stuff. You got to start disconnecting from that and understanding that there's more. And that's where you, that's the space where your surrender starts coming from. When so, you know, I, I, I said that you can start um, paying attention to the new paradigm, right? To get you to a place of understanding. So now I've got you at that place, hopefully. Like the old paradigm's falling apart doesn't work. There's a new paradigm that's coming in, okay? That's huge. Like this is, now I want you to lean back and just imagine this concept. Like, the entire way of existing on planet Earth for the last possibly 100,000 years is changing. That's enormous. That's gigantic. That's overwhelming. That's, oh, my God. Like, I, I don't even know what this is going to look like. What, what, every, oh, my God. Everything that I know is just, I have to let go of it. It's, it's not. Like, what do I do? You know, that <laughs> that's where I want to get you to, to the place where you go, oh, my God. Uh, like, I have nothing to latch on to to feel safe. Glenn, you have just stripped away all of it. You just stripped away of everything that I thought I could control. Everything that uh, every way of life that I've ever been taught it, that the way life is and the rules to life and all that stuff. You just you poked holes in all of it. And none of it works and none of it's feasible and, and, and we're breaking away from it. And I don't, oh my God, like that's where you need to be. That's a good place because that's what starts opening up your mind to a broader concept. Okay. So the broad concept is that there is a flow of life. This is why I kind of liked what that, that uh, person wrote. Um, because th there's a flow to life. I think this was it. Yeah.
Oh, okay. Yeah, that, yeah, I do like this article. There's a quote from Marianne Williamson in A Return to Love, which is a really good book. If you haven't read it, it's based on uh, A Course in Miracles. Until your knees finally hit the floor, you're just playing at life. And on some level, you're scared because you know you're just playing. The moment of surrender is not when life is over. It's when it begins. It is entirely cliche, but this was exactly my experience. The moment I finally let my knees hit the floor. Okay, pay attention to the words chosen. It's seriously important. The moment I finally let my knees hit the floor. It doesn't say the moment I find my knees finally hit the floor. It says the moment I finally let my knees hit the floor was when I finally stopped playing at life. And every bit of good that's come to me since then stems from this reversal of, opi of opinion on surrender. Great article. Surrender, is, I'm going to keep reading it because this is good stuff. Surrender is the strongest, most submersive thing you can do in this world. It takes strength to admit you are weak. Bravery to show you are vulnerable. Courage to ask for help. It's also not a one-time gig. You don't just do it once and move on. It's a way of existing, a balancing act. For me, it looks like this. I pick up the baton and I run as far as I can. And I hand it over when I'm out of breath. Or actually, maybe it's like I'm running with the baton, but the universe is holding onto the other half of it. <laughs> and we have an agreement that I'll figure out the parts I can and hand over the parts I can't. That was a beautiful correction on her. This is in my opinion, because that first statement, I I, I, I don't agree with. Um, so I believe. Her, she corrected it, which I think was a good move. I'm running with the baton, but the universe is holding on to the other half of it. And we have an agreement that I'll figure out the parts that I can and hand over the parts I can't. Okay. It's co-creating with the universe. That's what we're doing. It's a, We don't sit on our butt with our thumb up our ass, not doing anything, expecting the universe to take care of everything. It's we're working with energy. We're going in alignment with the flow of energy of life. And we're participating in it. And when there's something that we can do, like I just got off of a call, uh, a Zoom call with, with somebody that happens to be in the States right now about some land that I'm looking to purchase over here. So I have to do that. Like I, <laughs> I have to get on Zoom calls. I have to take action. I have to do things to go in the direction of things, but I'm, I'm not going to get all stressed out about it. Like, I'm not going to go, oh my God, is this the right piece? Is this going to fall? Oh my God, what if it doesn't work out? Oh, I think this is the right piece, so it must be. And if it doesn't work out, then I'm screwed. Oh my God. Whoa. No, that's me trying to control. So I do the Zoom calls. And then if something falls apart, I go, oh, okay, it must not have meant to meant to be or if there's a hurdle can i find a way over it i don't know you just co-create with the universe that's where you want to end up after your surrender um but to get back to the surrender it's a gigantic concept 
So that's why I tried expanding your consciousness more into a big picture mentality and going, oh my God, because I don't want you to surrender over a piece of uh, some project. I want it to be a way of life. It has to be huge. The big surrender, the big concept is just going, okay, everything is messed up. Everything that I know is just, not real and it's not true so i just i just want to go with life instead of struggling against it i just want to take my hands off the wheel and stop trying to control every little thing and but i don't know what that's like i it's you know, this, this, and this is why surrender is difficult because words are only signposts. They point towards things. And the deeper you get into spirituality, the broader the concept. And the broader the concept, the less words can point to it. So it's hard to find the words. So it's like, so try to, try to stay with the energy of what I'm talking about. The, the, you know, when I say overwhelm, if your brain goes, geez, overwhelm, that is an intellectual experience of um, not uh, just having lots of information and not knowing what to do with it. Very interesting, Glenn. No, like, <laughs> that's not what I'm doing. That's not what I'm talking about. It's not an intellectual exercise. When you think of overwhelm, lean back and just go, oh, oh, oh my God, like, it's so big that I can't even wrap my brain around it. It's, I can't do this. Like, I'm not supposed to do, oh my God, I'm not supposed to do this alone. I, I'm not supposed to control areas of my life and make myself think that I'm in control and I'm safe when I'm not. I don't know what the hell's going to happen next. I don't know when I'm going to die or I don't know what's going to happen next. I don't know if the United States is going to explode tomorrow. I don't know. I have no idea what's going on. And there's like, I can't control it. Oh my God. Like that's where you want to get to because when you get there, then it's like, I just, there's got to be a better way. There's got to be another way of going through life than this way that I've been trying. I just, I, there's, there's some sort of divine intelligence out there that has created a flow of life that goes. And if I can go with it, then I think it's going to be a fun ride. I don't know. Maybe it will, maybe it won't, but I can't do it my way anymore. The old human way of trying to control everything and trying to feel safe all the time, it doesn't work. I don't feel safe. I can't control things that are outside my control. So I have to stop. I have to let go of that paradigm and drop into whatever the hell is actually running life. You know, this is the concept. So it's, like, there's this other thing that I had found. So, so this is from Sri, uh, I'm not going to pronounce this right. Sri Nisargata 
Maharaj. Uh, but I like what it says. Your first task is to see the sorrow in you and around you. Okay, that's what I was trying to induce. See the sorrow in you and around you of just that's induced because of the way humanity is living life as a whole. It should bring sorrow up within you because it's freaking sad. So that's your first task. Your next to long intensely for liberation. Long intensely, this, this feeling inside of you, when you look, when you face the actual sorrow that's going on on this planet, there's this natural yearning for something else that comes up and out. It's got to be a better way, this. And allow it. Allow it. It, it just... There's got to, like, we know inside, man, we know inside that everything's love. We know it. We can feel it. Like, there's a place inside of us, deep inside of us, that goes, I, I, I think everything's okay. Like, if I take off, take my hands off of everything and just let go, just get out of my head, stop trying to control everything. I drop into this place of love and peace and this knowingness that everything's okay. I want to live there. I want to just live there and interact with life here and there. You know, like, so I'm in that energy right now. So try to pick up on the energy. You know, I just let go of it all. It's all right, man. Everything's fine. So now what does my life look like? Well, I could, you know, uh, you know, I'm working on this land project. So how can I incorporate this energy into something tangible that's real life? I can go, now that I'm really, my mind is at peace, my energy and my body is at peace, I'm completely comfortable and relaxed. Then I can go like maybe look at a map and be like, what land do I, what piece of land do I think would work best for me? And maybe I'll see one that I didn't see before because I was too caught up in my head and, and fear and worry and the old paradigm. And now that I'm relaxed, some new idea comes to me or, or some land piece of land looks more intelligent or, you know, I can bring this energy into any question that I have in life and just go, what should I do now? And don't try to force an answer. Just relax. Stay in the silence. It's good that when you ask a question, if, if you don't get an answer right away, like in your head, that's a good thing. What should I do now? And, uh, you know, I'm experiencing this with you guys now. I'm, I'm hearing nothing. I just feel peace. So now I'll try to steer my consciousness a little bit, just a little. Well, with the land project, what should I, what, what little next step could I do to move in the proper direction, the direction that's best for myself and, 
and the earth and just humanity. What's in alignment with the new paradigm, the new way of living, the new way of thinking that's healthy and loving? So now I'm just kind of seeing this particular piece of land that I was talking about earlier. So what I'll do is after I get off this, I'll, I'll dive into that a little further and I'll find out like maybe a question that I want to ask about it or something, you know, but we can go through that. See, this is how you, we, we need to learn to function. Once we surrender, we can drop into this energy where we're not trying to control everything and we're completely open and information comes through us more effortlessly. And I'm not attached to the outcome. I don't think I found a secret because I'm not trying to control it and I'm not attached to a particular outcome. So I could ask a question about this piece of land that I just saw in my brain. And, and like, it could be a dead end. And I'm okay with that because I'm not trying to control it just because, you know, I'm not attached to it. You know, this is the, I'm keeping my ego out of it. See, this is the trap is people, people always want to manipulate or get something out of their spirituality. I'm not trying to get anything out of it. I'm just trying to live in alignment with it. That's all. So if I misread a signal or if the universe gave me that signal so I could ask a question about that and it, and then it falls apart because I'm not supposed to be on that land. But then three weeks from now, I might end up asking that same question about another piece of land because I asked it about this one. Oh, wow. And then somebody comes up to me and says, how did you know to ask that question? That's such a weird question for that piece of land. How did you know to ask that question about that piece of land? You go, well, you know, believe it or not, I was doing a podcast and I was talking about surrendering and this piece of land over here popped into my head. And then afterwards, I was trying to find out a question, some way to follow the energy of that, that, that nudge. So I asked this question and it was a dead end, but that question got stuck in my head. And then three weeks later, when we're talking about this piece of land, that question popped into my head. And then I just asked it because it popped into my head. And they're like, oh my God, that's genius. No, it's just relaxing. It's not genius. It's relaxing and going with the flow. This is how we want to live as a lifestyle. That's what this deep surrender is about. It's a, it's a change of lifestyle. It's a change of a way of interacting. It's the ultimate. So at the end of that quote, the, the very intensity of longing will guide you. You'll, you need no other guide. So what it says is when, when you get this broad perspective that, wow, everything's falling apart <laughs> and all that messed up stuff is ridiculous. And there's a new paradigm emerging and I want to merge with that. I want to merge with the energy that's ushering that in. And I don't even know where to begin, but what I don't want is to live this life of stress and anxiety and fear and control that I've been living in. And I don't want to be part of that paradigm that's, that's falling apart. 
I just want to open. I, I just want to, to relax. <laughs> I want to live this open, beautiful life. There's got to be something more. There's no reason for some divine intelligence that created everything to create me to suffer. It doesn't make any freaking sense. You know, it doesn't make any sense. Our very existence, the way that we live it doesn't make sense. We are not here to suffer. We are not here to struggle. We are not here to be stressed out all the time because the grocery store ran out of broccoli. Are you freaking kidding me? It's no way to live. It's, we're not supposed to be here killing each other and blowing up countries. Like that's not civil. We call it civilization. We think we're civilized. This isn't civilized. Civilized is living in a tribe in the middle of the woods with a hundred people that actually respect and love one another and support one another and help one another and value community and talk things out and live a happy existence. That's civil. That's civilization. You know, we have these gigantic things that were just a number and we call that civilization. <laughs> it's not civilized to not care about your fellow human being. That's not civilized. And really, you know, I, I, I mean, I hate a lot of the things that are falling apart, so I'm glad they're falling apart. But we think like, I, I truly believe that, you know, customer service is getting worse and, and all this stuff. And, but like, and it frustrates me sometimes, but when I really look at it, if you look at the sheer size of companies and what they have to do to continue expanding, if that's what they think that they need to do, which most of them do. I mean, even lots of spiritual companies, they've gotten addicted to expansion and they will expand at all costs. They don't care what's happening how they treat the people, the energy that's within their business. They don't, they, they, once they get to a certain size, they just became another business that runs by business mentality. And they think that they need to, because that's how all the big businesses run, but the big business paradigm is falling apart and they can't see that. So, but once you get to a certain level, like your company is so big, you can't be in touch with it. You just can't. Like, even if your heart's in the right place, even if you want to, you know, like, I don't even know what the sizes of the companies are, like how many people that they serve or like customer wise or how many people they employ. But you get to a certain point where, where there's just no way you can keep track of your customers. I mean, you, you, you can't, you, you can't provide quality customer service. Because you've got 10 million people emailing you every day going, I need your one-on-one -on -one help to solve a situation that's wrong in your company. You, you, you can't handle that. Nobody can handle that workload, right? It's just too big. You know, that's, what, that's one of the things that we're seeing. And, you know, we're going to see smaller communities. It's it's just because you, we can't interact with each other. You know, you walk down the street, you don't even say hi to people. You know, I lived in Florida for two years. I think I met what I meet like 
two people. I think I met two people in Florida in two years. I moved over to DR. I met 17 in, in two months. It's different. that They value community over here. People talk to one another. It's really actually nice. Um, so where was I going with that? Oh, it's just about community. You know, community is a big part of this. So understanding that we have no communities anymore and, and the world we live in is not civil and it's not civilized. Like that's a stepping stone to get the, to allow this yearning to just go, there's got to be something better. Yeah, I was talking about how uh, some intelligence couldn't have created this system. Like, you know, the intelligence that governs the universe is precise you know and when we when we create anything we are creators like our creator whether you believe in god the universe whatever we have similarities to it that because they're innate within us and it just makes sense so like it doesn't make sense for a creator to create something to intentionally fail right it, it just that's freaking stupid why to create something to suffer what why would you do that it, that's absurd. I can't believe in a divine intelligence that says, I'm going to create something so that it destroys itself or suffers incessantly, always. Like, why? What? And when, it, when it's divine intelligence, it has an intelligence level that's way greater than ours, right? If it could do that, or it could create something to thrive. Why would it create something to suffer when it had the ability to create something to thrive? It just doesn't make any sense. You know, and then you look at the, the universe, it's constantly expanding. Well, why isn't the universe constantly shrinking? If it wanted to create things that constantly suffered and ultimately died, if that's what made sense to the universe, then the universe wouldn't be constantly expanding, becoming more of itself. It would constantly be shrinking and becoming less of itself. So it could suffer just like we're suffering. But that's not the dynamic of the universe. So it just simply doesn't make sense. So the universe is expanding. We're expanding. It created a system where we feel good when we expand and when we do well, work with others and help other human beings, we feel good. And when we hurt other human beings, we feel bad. So why would it create this system if it wanted us to suffer and do bad all the time? We're going against the system that it created. We're going against the system that this divine intelligence created that's way smarter than us. So when we get in alignment with this system, then we're heading in the right direction. So this is what we're opening to. We're opening up. We're just going, oh, my, oh my God, man, I've been brainwashed since I came in. I fell asleep in the dream of the planet. This is ridiculous. This doesn't make any sense. And I can't fully understand everything. So... And, and the way everything runs. So I just need to, sur to surrender to something, to, to a flow of life, to a God, if you believe in it, a loving God, um, the intelligence of the universe. It doesn't matter what it is. There is an energetic flow of things happening. Surrender to that. Picture an energy river that is the flow of energy that goes through the world, that goes through the universe, that goes through life, that makes things happen. 
because there is one, because we've all felt an alignment with it. When the synchronicities start clicking and we just feel good and we can overcome problems, we've all experienced that. That's when we're in the flow going with as opposed to going against. So surrender to that flow. You know, and then you can have your paddle and be like, oh, I want to steer over here a little bit. Oh, no, it's not letting me. Okay, cool. I, I guess I'm not supposed to. Or, no, I want to steer over there. Oh, that was easy. I steered right over there. Oh, good. I guess this is part of my flow. This must be good for me. Why? Because the flow is in control and it, it, it doesn't want me to suffer. So it must steer me in the direction of things that are good for me, as long as I'm going with it. Where the problem? <laughs> There's nothing wrong with the flow of life. There's nothing wrong with the intelligence that created us. Everything's working perfectly. We have been out of alignment with it, trying to swim upstream for the last 100,000 years. And we finally got to the point where our arms are given up. Like we, we've done everything we can to control nature and to, to, to push money and, and, and power upward while crapping on everybody else. We've done that as much as we could as a humanity. And we've gotten to the point where there's so much money and power at the top and so little, so many people suffering. And it's so obvious that nothing is getting better. And it's so clear that all these structures are falling apart, that it's just time. It's run its course. Nature has run its course. And it's just going, yeah, well, we're nature's more powerful than humanity. So the humanity that starts flowing with nature and going with just the natural way of doing things, surrendering to and dropping into that flow of life, we thrive. My 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 life, you know, I made a conscious effort to to. To, I mean, I surrendered 20 years ago, but like I also kind of re-surrendered at the beginning of COVID, you know, but three years ago or something. When I first came over to visit here, I could feel that COVID energy coming and I could feel the wave. And I was like, I want to go with this. I don't want to go against it. And since then, my life has taken off dramatically. You know, and yours will too. It's not because I'm special. It's because I aligned with nature. That's all. So drop in, align with nature, and your life will take off too. Allow that. There's an inner knowingness. You know there's got to be something bigger. You know there's something bigger and better out there. A more loving, more realistic, more less struggles, a better way of living life. You know. You know that there's this inner knowingness inside that there's got to be a better way. There is. And it's when we let go. When we let go and surrender, all of a sudden that we, we, we fall where we land is we land in that flow. So that's it. Hopefully, you know, that I did my best to try to explain it to you. So. It's difficult finding the words, but it is what it is. So, all right, peeps. Thanks for listening. Peace. Um, drop into the flow. Uh, let me know if I can help and uh, take care. Peace.